Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What's happening, everybody? It is Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily once again. The end of another fine week of programming right here on Wrestle 2. Thank you so much for joining us once again. An amazing show with Steph Chase yesterday, recapping all things AEW. Of course, I had SB3 in. My man, Louis Dangor's place on Tuesday. But the Messiah, the prodigy himself, was back on Wednesday. And he's back once again right here on a Friday night special with myself louis how are you man i'm good i'm really good i've recovered from th- from wednesday night which was uh which was a very 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 good show mm-hmm. unfortunately i haven't watched nxt I- i've read about it uh i just think that aw was too too much for me normally i watch nxt first but um yeah haven't got around to it yet but um i'll watch it for takeover tomorrow but no, I'm looking forward to chat and wrestling, doing some takeover predictions at the end, which is actually quite hard because I have no clue how anything is going. And yeah, wrapping off what has been a probably one of the most like December's normally quite quiet, as you'll know, but this has been a newsworthy week. Like mm-hmm. very newsworthy. And it all came well, from one show, basically. Well, as you say, I mean, I don't think that's strictly true because we're moving on from the AEW buzz of yesterday, but of course, also yesterday. Louis and I were on the call with Triple H, and there's a sizable amount of news coming out of his quotes too, which we will get into, of course, as the title suggests, to this video. So, man, I mean, you guys know the mainstay, the heartbeat of Wrestling Daily is the Ultra Chats. We love the comments that you guys fire us in. Uh, so please do hit us. You can see it at the bottom. Send in your messages and questions at wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestle2. Once you do that, the insanely talented and lovely moderators here at Wrestle Talk will send us the goods and we will read them out on the show. So make sure you do that because we've had some cracking ones this week. Uh, Bo Hill, Uptown, Avondale, CM, Chris, Matty. The regulars have really brought some tremendous ones. And you've got Lizzie Stallion. You've got, you know, the list goes on, Lou. The list goes on. There's a lot. There's a lot of good eggs. A hell of a lot of good eggs on this show. There are, but I, I want to say before we get going in talking about news or talking about wrestling, can you give us a little uh, a, a little show of what what's on today? The Christmas jumper seems to have made a debut. Go on, give us a little twirl. I don't think you understand. Like my Christmas jumper game is is insane. It's uh, very strong. It must be said. Let it snow, baby. Very uh, strong. This very isn't strong. this isn't even one of my best ones. I've um. Oh, I, I, are we I, building I, up to that? 
Listen, the the ah, uh, are we going to drop this news now? I guess we're going to drop it now. The before Christmas, there's going to be a wrestling daily with all four co-hosts. So it will be. It will be. Is it after Christmas? It's going to. We're going to do it before the new year, the final show of the year. Oh yeah, we are. Okay. Well, in that one, um, it's going to have Louis, myself, Steph, and SP3, and I will pull out a special wrestling Christmas jumper that I have. It lights up and everything. Ooh. It is peak okay. ri ridiculousness, and I love it. Okay. it is, it's one of my favourites. Is that the sort of thing your missus probably wants? Uh, Asks you to throw away every single year. Yeah, pretty much. In fact, when I put, when I pulled this jumper on, she was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "It's December. Come on!" Like, yeah, you know, I'm like Mr. Christmas. I love Christmas, and obviously, I've got two young girls, so I'm. Uh, it's it, uh, you know you you'll understand this one day, Louis. Many moons from now, but um, that is an extra layer. Hopefully. To Christmas. Yeah, it's an yeah. extra layer, uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. But anyway, enough of me and my passion for St. Nick. Um, we're going to move on to the news. And Upton Avondale actually questioned if Triple H quotes are news. Some of them absolutely were. Um, him talking about the potential. <laughs> wow, that Bless was a big speed. <laughs> yeah. God, normally when I start, I can't stop. So I'm really worried. Anyway, he was talking about working with other promotions yesterday, and he certainly gave out a company line on that one. Um, his quotes on Rhea Ripley and the story changing there are also newsworthy. Um, talking about the NXT women's division being untouchable. So there's a lot and we will jump into it because Louie and I were there firsthand. So we don't have to give you any BSometer. Yeah. Uh, well, we might have to BSometer Triple H's opinions. <laughs> but uh, yeah. what we will say is we were there firsthand. So we will give you the deets. But before then, we said about it, Ultra Chats, make sure you get them in. Also, catch up with us on podcast. It's been doing tremendously well, Lou. A lot of people tuning into the podcast week upon week, growing nicely. So please. Make sure if you can't catch us on video, you can't catch our lovely father and son mugs, then you can catch us audioly, which is probably more digestible. Uh, and also, if you are here on YouTube catching us, please do make sure that you subscribe and get those notifications turned on, not off. Click the switch, turn them on, and make sure you never miss a wrestling daily. Um, so let's start off with the Triple H news then, Louis. Um, and I say the news, he, there was just a fair amount that came out of the conference call. He always does this before a takeover. Of course, we've got war games this Sunday. Hang on. It. We've got, we've, we've got what? War games. There you go. How about that? Very good. Very That's good. Not... Yeah. Every time it, it's said, we need to put that voice on, which is going to be a lot on the uh, go home show we do before a, uh, <laughs> Before before the pay per view, that's fair. That's very fair. I can't argue. Um, so yeah, I think obviously he does one before every takeover, and he does one a post show as well, which uh, I will certainly be on. I believe Louis will be joining me as well. Um, so we will bring you the goods early next week on that one as well. Um, Louis didn't actually get a question, unfortunately, with Triple H. They're running scared, Louis, of your hard hitting journalism. Um, <laughs> But then, yeah. to be fair, like as as Louis will be able to attest, that the calls are like stacked. I think Sean Rossat was yeah. on it. And he he didn't get a call, yeah. uh, a question. No, I mean, in comparison to the people that were also on the call and didn't get questions, I'm not. I mean, it was still surreal, even dialing in the phone and getting to be on a call with him. Like I've done the ones with Tony Khan before. This was the first WWE one I've done. Actually, no, I did one with Shawn Michaels before Backlash, I think. Mm -hmm. Which is still, it's just still weird 
Like when they're like, oh, you're on, the, and even when you were like, oh, like, all right, Paul, and called him Bud or something, I was like, this is just the weirdest thing. I spoke to, I was playing football, so I spoke to my brother in the car, and I was like, if I get a question and I'm first, Triple H or Paul? It's Paul. He, it's always Paul. He said, no, 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 Triple H. I'm like, no, I think Paul. It is Paul. If he gets introduced as Paul on the call, which he did, yeah. you speak to him as Paul. Um, the, the cool thing is, and I am far from friends with Triple H. Like, we don't, <laughs> we don't have any kind of... Um, kind of discourse or anything like that um but like because we had to sit down and when he does come on talk sport and i don't mean my show i mean in general on talk sport i'm the one who sets it all up so we know each other just by that um still probably not enough to call him bud and him appreciate it but still it's habit <laughs> no I mean, he, he's nice at that and I, I mean tony khan's the same like you can tell the people he's interviewed like he's been interviewed by like the mike johnson's like that lot that he's like all right how are you you like tony khan does it more than anyone i think he, he had a conversation in one of the calls about weather in chicago for about two minutes before he even started talking but no it, mm. it was it was great and your question which we'll get on to which i thought was about the aw the aw women's division the nxt women's division was was great but he, this line which we'll get on to about working with other companies Go on. I'll, I'll let I'll let you take the reins. Before before I talk about it, I want to say something on Tony Khan. What you just said, because um, he, he is like super affable. And if any of you don't know what the word affable means, it basically means that he's really uh, in, like endearing and 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 like uh, wants to be nice to everyone, and he's a very easily to like guy. And when when I came onto, so obviously I've met Tony being at an AEW show anyway, and interviewed him there and stuff like that. And well, I mean, we follow each other on Twitter. He only ever seems to like it when I'm playing football. <laughs> but, to be honest, um, full of my pants, so he's probably looking to scout you. He, he's probably looking at it and thinking, "This Sunday League player." Yeah. Uh, no, he, but, but when I come onto the post-show calls, I think just because he knows I'm from the UK and obviously he has a foothold here with Fulham and stuff, he's always like really kind. And that's what I mean about the um, Fighter Fest story that he gave me on one of the calls to break, like. Yeah, he's so funny. He's just like everyone. Uh, let Alex break this, like as if he like that's the rules of journalism. He's, <laughs> and he's like, you know, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you something. I hadn't even actually asked my question, and he was, like, I'm going to give you something. I was like, okay, mm. I don't think I actually ended up asking him a question. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, moving on to Triple H. Essentially, the game said that they are WWE are open for business for the right opportunity. Now, Vince McMahon has actually been saying this for about five or six years when it comes to. Uh, like investor calls and things of that nature. And it's worth noting that, of course, WWE, they, I mean, they do work with promotions, okay? Ostensibly, it's not maybe the same as what Impact and AEW are doing now on screen, of course, but they do work with ICW, with Progress, um, WXW. Uh, you know, they, I think there's places in Evolve. Japan. Evolve, of course, yeah. You know, I mean, that's probably the closest we've got to a crossover, right? Having that event on the on the network. So WWE do work with them like that, but is it going to be something on the screen? Triple H said it has to be beneficial to everyone. And that's a kind way of saying, well, we're the top dogs, so it'd be us giving anyone else a rub, I think. And he was saying, you know, we're looking at it as 10, 15 years from now. And I think, again, that's a kind way of saying, are we really going to be helping competition get closer to us? by working with them. Um, and uh, he was basically saying no, but in a really kind way. And I do think that Triple H is open to working with people, but I don't think working with AEW 
represents the same benefits to him that working with Progress or Evolve do, because essentially he ends up taking their talent. That's what happens. Yeah. So, you know, it's a gateway rather than a partnership. I think it's very, very different. Yeah, uh, it's it's like a feeder system almost. Like, scout the people of Progress. I know William Regal has come to Progress shows before and done some scouting. Jim Smallman, uh, who used to work with Progress, was was formerly one of the owners of Progress. Obviously worked with NXT UK as well, so I'm sure if someone's doing some good work, he's probably in Triple H's ear saying, this is someone good to get. Because a lot of the NXT roster, uh, the NXT UK roster, are Progress alumni, like almost all of them. Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, I would... This was obviously... I think Alistair... Ask this question, McGeorge. Uh, from, yes, yeah, for, from the UK, from Metro. I'm thinking, right? That's right. Correct. Yeah. Um, so he obviously asked this off the back of the impact and AW news. So I think when people hear like, oh, he was asked this question, and then Triple H said we're open for business or open uh, to, to the idea of it, people potentially assume that it was heading in that direction. And in terms of like a an on screen thing, I do not see that happening at all. And uh, WrestleVotes actually tweeted today, basically saying alluding to the fact that even if Triple H wants to have a working relationship with the company, not saying he does, but if he does, if Vince has got to sign off on it, and they basically implied that Vince is not signing off and working with any other companies, into, uh, unless it's like a progress ICW thing. But on the note of obviously helping people, I, I, I've had this take on Twitter. Listen, the Impact and AEW working relationship is so cool. Like It, it is really cool. But Impact is benefiting so much more than AEW. Like that, that, they'll do record numbers Tuesday. I'm telling you, a hundred. Like I mean, the think about it. The the biggest match in Dynamite history. The post, like the first angle after the after that match, will not be on AEW television. Hmm. Like that's crazy. It's smart. Like you know, to create the buzz all round. I mean, you know, I think. But you know, but you, how you, many people? You, uh, uh, you just you just pull that face as if like because you're stuck in that WWE mindset of like, oh, you know, giving out business everywhere else to me. I think sometimes oh, no, no, no. you have to look at wrestling, right? And and AEW, in my opinion, have given a real fresh impetus and a fresh take uh, mm -hmm. on on those things. And to, to have that angle where you give that attention to someone in your main event angle. Like that collaboration, that's incredible. And, um, you know, I don't know how far it's going to progress or if it's really going to be a true crossover and what the actual plans are. I, I we'll, don't know. We'll get onto that later because there's a couple yeah. of reports. Yeah, conflicting ones at that. But, I mean, mm. I think for, for Impact, obviously, it's an, it's an amazingly prudent and smart move. And for AEW, the content of their show is exponentially higher with all these different possibilities. I think NWA... And the women they've had there have shown that, that it can add something and it doesn't detract from the luster of AEW. So I think absolutely it benefits both. But there you go. It, it does. So, for example, I, I was speaking to you about this beforehand. Like we saw a bump in wrestling daily yesterday with interactions and even views. The uh, the live stream that Luke and Ollie did on the main channel that had more super ultra chats than normal. So you can tell that people are more interested in wrestling. A lot of people were actually saying they were going to give AEW more of a shot. But for me, listen, it, it's fantastic news. I just think Impact are benefiting so much more than AEW, like exponentially more. But they're lower, they're lower on the totem pole, so they of would. Of course, of course. Like, I don't know who from AEW, who from Impact could f slot into AEW and instantly make it better. Like, there's a few names. 
there's there's a ton in the women's division. A ton. Oh yeah, a, t- a ton of like the women's division is a big thing that it could help. I'd say the North in the tag division, but even then you've got guys like Santana and Ortiz, LAX, who uh, and um, Lucha Bros, who were at the top of the uh, uh, Impact tag division and aren't really doing anything in in the like aren't haven't really had that shot in the tag division in AW. Would still so be, like the North and the Motor City Machine Guns though. Like they do bring their own luster, I think. Yeah, I think Motor City Machine Guns will definitely do so because the Bucks have spoken publicly about loving their work with them. So I can see them coming in and working the top program. But in terms of the single side of things, like, listen, Rich Swan is, is great. I am a massive fan of Rich Swan, but I wouldn't see him as a viable chen, uh, contender for Omega, for example. Or I just don't like, in terms yeah. of, but like, so for me, and I think. Obviously, everyone going into the show was thinking it might be Kenta and setting up a New Japan working relationship. Obviously, the the dream matches in that scenario are so much better. And I think that would have been more mutual for both parties. Like Both parties would have gained more. AEW would have broken into that uh, Japanese market and got some of the talent from over there, like Kodrabushi, Okada. They've got a lot of history with their guys that, uh, uh, that AEW has shown that it's all right to like play into and acknowledge but um i think this one is more sort of it feels like a higher up and like a feat not not on the level of a wwe and a progress but it definitely feels like there is a hierarchy there the aw's at the top and it's impact that's gonna step up more than AEW is if that makes sense i i mean how much higher can AEW really get up other than going above wwe at this point like they're, so they're just so, they're so just I've seen people on twitter saying that oh th- this is what's going to tip AEW over wwe in terms of no it's not but, it, but it's it might not. it might set the president of the kind of angles and stories that eventually i mean it, that eventually gets them i don't know parity mm. or or in the same bracket i don't I mean to literally to you know understand to 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 usurp wwe is a you can't even fathom how big that is. It's much yeah. more than just the product on TV and what mm. numbers you might draw a week to week. It, that would take years and years of like grinding down. And, you know, WWE is literally a global entity where yeah. AEW, for, I'm sorry, it isn't right now in terms of promotion yeah. and like where they've been or what they've done, um, you know, the um, merchandise and things of that nature. Like the, you can't actually imagine the, the difference between the two in that global aspect. But in terms of the content of the shows, I mean, AEW are, are like I said, they are a, a, a breath of fresh air into the wrestling business that WWE mm-hmm. has, has squeezed for so long. And I, I love what they're doing. I, I don't, I don't think you need to sit here and be like, Oh, if AEW was doing it with this person, it would be better. Or like, just kind of, you know, we could always of do course. that. You can always do that. Of course. But I, I think, mean, take, I'm take, being, take, I'm it, take it for what it is. Yeah, yeah, sure. But take it for what it is. It's awesome for a wrestling business. Yeah. It's awesome 100%. for them. And you could make the argument that WWE, you know, I'm not going to actually do it in like to scale order, but WWE, AEW, Impact, you could make the argument in North America. Like, yeah, they're yeah. probably above Ring of Honor in numbers and stuff. So unless I'm forgetting something but entirely. I mean, in terms of the drop, like, I don't think people appreciate how unfortunately low numbers impact do. Like on access, they're getting around a hundred thousand viewers. So I mean, say and even even so some when some people are being sort of hyperbolic on Twitter, which is kind of what sparks my reaction. And they're saying, Oh, uh, 
it, it, this is what's going to spur them over. Like, so say the hunt, like, I don't know how many people firstly are not watching AEW that are watching Impact that are then going to switch over. I, do, I think it's more than likely the other way around, but that's just by virtue of having more viewers. So say that 100,000 people don't watch AEW and they switch over. That's only like what? Pushing them to a mill. I don't think they're going to get anywhere near WWE anytime soon, but this is very exciting for wrestling. It definitely opens the doors and shows the intent from Tony Khan that he's willing to work with other promotions. I mean, we've seen with NWA, but they're really not on the level of impact. As you said, they're kind of third in in, in North America. So it is really exciting to see um, what the options bring, what happens with it. Um, but we'll get on to some news later because... I unfortunately think people might be making this out to be something bigger than it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's... We'll get onto it, right? But I don't yeah. think it's going to be a week-for-week week crossover war. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Anyway, um, just just to we'll tie up Triple H and then we'll get onto some ultra chats before we dive into some other news. Um, he also said that Rhea Ripley's. <laughs> her projected plans for 2020 of course now Rhea came into the year red hot right NXT champion uh, had dethroned Shayna Baszler was really 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 running hot and then obviously Charlotte wins the Royal Rumble Rhea says why don't you challenge me uh, and they set out for WrestleMania now the vast majority of us myself included assumed that Rhea Ripley was probably going to get the win at WrestleMania, right? That was probably going to be a real big way to put her over. That's not what happened. Charlotte Flair won in a great match, by the way, a really good opener for WrestleMania. Best match, best match on WrestleMania for me. I, I think it, it's definitely in the discussion, if not the absolute best. And I think uh, even at that point, I'm sitting and I'm thinking, hmm, well, it doesn't, 
it's not the worst thing in the world for a 23 year old to lose to Charlotte Flair, who's already going to be, you know, she's mm. going to have legend. She, if she retired tomorrow, she'd be like legendary status. It's not the end of the world. Um, and then, of course, Io Shirai would win the title um, of Charlotte Flair at In Your House, and uh, Amrea Ripley was in the match as well. Charlotte Flair doesn't take the pin uh, in the match, so it's hard to say who's benefited from this title reign. Uh, and then, of course, then she's gone away, as somebody accurately reported, and has not been seen yet. So it's you know it's thought that she'll return around Royal Rumble season. We're looking at Rhea Ripley now. She's pretty much just drifted along for a lot of the rest of 2020. Um, not up, not down. Lost to Rio Shirai in the title match last uh, the other week. Looks great doing it. Great match. But again, the character hasn't moved forward like people thought. Triple H's excuse was that the world, the pandemic, had pretty much put a, put a, a needle in the plans. They changed everything is what he said. So he still thinks that she's grown a lot. Since January, you know, February, March this year, which, okay, she probably has as a performer. Um, but I don't think that really truly addresses, Lou, the momentum uh, and the fact that Rhea Ripley very, in a very real way, said that it, the whole experience had knocked her confidence. Yeah, and you have to think it would have done. I mean, being on that stage, and I'm sure it wasn't only the loss. It was also the circumstances surrounding WrestleMania. The fact that this was going to be a big moment for her in front of 80,000 fans at a stadium. The first NXT title to be defended at WrestleMania. And although she will always be to be able to say she walked in and faced the Royal Rumble winner as NXT Women's Champion, it isn't the same. And I don't think anyone's trying to say it is than if it wasn't Raymond James with all those fans. So um, I think that would have obviously had an impact. And listen, I was one of the people that was massive, very happy when she, when she lost, when, when she won. Uh, when Charlotte won. I thought, great idea. They'll put her down there, have Rhea sort of win it back at a later date, have matches between the two, have Io Shirai involved, have Mia Yim, have Chelsea Green, have Shotzi Blackheart, have Candice LeRae, have Charlotte Flair go on and put like a John Cena open-style challenge. I thought, it's a great way to get more eyes on the NXT product. Charlotte Flair was getting a bit stale on the main roster in the eyes of many and wasn't being booked particularly well. So I was like, that could be a great idea. Um, I just thought it was very, very, very good idea. It really helped the NXT Women's Championship, I thought, by Charlotte Fagan. No, 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 traditionally, we challenged for, like, the Raw and SmackDown. No, I want the NXT title. It made it feel like a third world title, which was nice. And this is pure speculation on my part. I do think Becky Lynch's pregnancy had something to do with it. I think that... Why? Because, so she's gone. And then, what? So I, I reckon... And this this is pure speculation, not a report. I reckon Vince would have said, no, I want Charlotte back now. It once, once Becky goes. Hang on. It's Hang on. She was still in NXT for what? Like three, um, three or four months after Becky had gone. So and she dropped. So Becky announced her pregnancy in the May. Charlotte, Charlotte dropped in June, Charlotte, right? June. So a month. Like, I think it was like middle of May. That was the beginning of June. It was three weeks. But they knew around um, just after WrestleMania, right? About Becky. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. So let's I mean, say let's say Charlotte's there for two months, and then mm -hmm. she's written off TV just a month after that. Yep. Yeah. Right? No, no, well, I, listen, I do, I do appreciate. <laughs> I'm just this, I'm just giving you the timelines here. No, I know, but but can you not understand like where I'm coming from slightly? That if Becky's off TV, Vince goes right. Realistically, listen, we know Asuka's on that brand, Shayna Baker's on that brand, Bianca Belair's on the brand at that time. He doesn't have Becky Lynch. He doesn't have Ronda Rousey. Can you not see him going right? Charlotte Flair's not injured at the moment. 
we she, she we we need Charlotte Flair back. That's something I think could have logically happened. Potentially, the plans also would have changed if Charlotte Flair wasn't taking time off, and there may have been something later down the line. Who knows? That's a lot of if buts and maybes, is my of course, opinion. of course. That's me trying to put a tinfoil hat on it and be like, <laughs> I hope they just haven't forgotten about Rhea Ripley and just not mm. cared. Um, but I mean, sure, like I hundred percent believe that this plan and loads of other plans that every single company have had have changed based on COVID. The fact there's no fans there, certain things they won't want to have happened with no fans era, and potentially this is one. Um, it kind of. I thought the plan was always going to be, and we've spoken about it, the Royal Rumble win for Rhea this year and winning it off Charlotte, winning the title off Charlotte next year, which Triple H sort of potentially gave away isn't in the plan, isn't in the works, or if it is, wasn't the original plan. But I mean, I do feel bad for Rhea. Like, she is an immense talent. It's definitely not as hot as she was. Um, she She's got a, plenty of time to get it back, though. Like, she does. she's, so, she's she does. Like, so young. She is so young and she is one of the most like captivating people. Like, I think she she her, she's so different and that will make her stand out. Uh, I, I think that she she is she is like for me such a inspirational figure. I'm trying to figure out the word. Like, such an inspirational figure. She's spoken about it, like, in terms of her body dysmorphia, her self-harm mm-hmm. that she went through, her confidence issues, her... The fact that she does... She doesn't look like most girls in terms of her physique. And I'm sure she gets copious comments about that, being told, like, oh, you look like a man, whatever. I think that she can be such a role model to people and such a great asset to the main roster uh, that it's only a matter of time before she gets called up, hopefully. She said she thought it was going to happen. Mm. Um, so I think she'll be fine. Hopefully, hopefully once. Yeah, once yeah. I agree. With, um, I agree with what you're saying in the sense that you know, I don't know, plans, plans could have changed, but I think ultimately, Charlotte Flair taking time off was always going to happen. Like regardless of where you she think? was in plans. Yeah, no, I know, I know it was. Oh, okay, um, she she needed to to have that time off and she's had the surgery since that she needed to have because it was really badly bothering her. And of course she was burnt out a little bit too, man. She was, she was frying there. She was being used, you know, and, uh, and I see someone say this in the comments, it really hurt the NXT run a little bit. Like, And I get like, the idea is the notion is that Charlotte was carrying the NXT title on the all brands, which kind of highlighted it and made it look important. But also Charlotte Flair wasn't really like full time, full in NXT, which, you know, it's a double-edged sword, right? You know, how much does it help? She, was, she it was also on SmackDown for two weeks. People like to say she was on all brands all the time. She was on SmackDown for two weeks. Mm. People need to people that that isn't something like she was hardly on the show. Well, she so, can't, she can't, she can't help it that she's booked. Like I think a lot of people. Are like, exactly. What's and people are like, here? I saw a comment here, and I'm, I'm not going to bring it up in case the person doesn't want me to or whatever. But they were like, oh, why didn't Charlotte put more people over? Like I'm sure if it was down to her, she probably would have. Mm. But I think people don't appreciate this. Like when Goldberg comes back, like I don't blame Goldberg for being the fiend. <laughs> like, I, blame, I blame him for you, everything. Listen, you telling me you're like a what fifty odd year old man, and someone goes like, "Listen, here's a couple of mil, fly out to Saudi, beat the fiend, walk into WrestleMania with a title." You wouldn't say yes? I'd say yes. No, I'm not not saying it's his fault, but I mean, it's, it's not his fault. I mean, p- people need to people people often do this. They go like, "Oh, this person should have done this." Like, no, it's it's like. It's not their decision. They're just doing what they're told to do. Yeah. And I'm sure Charlotte is in that boat as well. Charlotte's not going, I don't want to put like 
Rhea Ripley over. No, I'm not sure that's not what happened. No, no, I know. Having spoken to Charlotte, like she's, but you know, at the same time, you have to, you have to build someone up to eventually put them over. But the problem is that a lot of people are looking at it right now and saying, okay, like how much more building does mm. Charlotte Charlotte need? Like you know, when is yeah. the time? When is the time to put them over? And I'm like, I'm on both camps because I'm like a huge supporter of Charlotte Flair. Like, I'll beat that drum forever that I think she is one of the greatest has ever been and I get that people have a problem with her booking but you can't really disparage the quality of the matches that she puts on I'm sorry you you, you can't the, the, the proof's in the pudding so yep. I think the pandemic has obviously played a role in why Charlotte took time off I would imagine um the pandemic itself probably played a part in in, in the Rhea Ripley plans but ultimately the only way that that would have really worked out was doing the program where Charlotte eventually does put over Rhea Ripley. And yes, it hasn't helped her this year, but that's not to say that that can't happen eventually. And it will still mean yeah. something when it does. So Agreed. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not sure that you had the master plan all along, but I still don't think all is lost. That's what I would say yeah. on that one. Uh, and I guess we should finish on that one. I, we've gone like half an hour on Triple H, but um, I mean, the, there, there's one more bit about Triple H from his interview with Ryan Satin. He did an exclusive one saying that Karrion Cross is going to return, I think, any second was his word. So potentially, do we think he's going straight into a title program with Finn Balor? Yeah, Finn Balor's not far off. No. So I think, yeah. I hope not, though, because Finn's going to lose, really. Yeah, 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 he will. But Which is kind know. of a shame for Finn. Like One title defense, and great match it was. Loved the story, loved the angles beforehand. But he feels like, once again... He's kind of not had that singles like apart from his first NXT title run. He's not had that singles like title run that he really deserves. So I hope it isn't the case, but who knows? I think judging by what I hear of NXT as you know, Triple H and Shawn Michaels and what they think of Karrion Cross, yeah. I'm I'm going to assume he'll be right back where he was. Um yeah, and also Triple H saying that he, you know, the women's the NXT women's division are untouchable. He, you know, he believes they're the best in the world. Um, you know, he said it actually even annoys him that people say they have the best women's division because he looks at the women's talent as being just the best Ta you know, talent in the world, male or female. He thinks that they're right in that discussion, in that bracket. Um, anyone watching the show right now, Wrestling Daily, please, in the comments. I know there are people that campaign for impact. There are people who, you know, stardom, of course, as well. Um, you know, a lot of WWE talent come through stardom, in fact. Um, but, you know, is Triple H bang on the money? Is that the best women's division in the world today? I personally think so. But I'm open I mean, to suggestions and comments. We'll get on talking about it later on when we do our War Games predictions. But you look at those eight women. They could walk in and hold the Raw Women's title tomorrow and no one would bat an eyelid. Like, they're, they're all great. They'd probably be like the linchpin of the AEW division as well. They'd be like the face of it very quickly. I mean, um, you, you and I could be the linchpin of that division with how they're booked. But uh, sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> that's not few days days to be fair aw's done some great work with with the women's division over the last couple of weeks thunder rose and Britt baker feud is really exciting so um yeah i was i was speaking in uh as a joke there with 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 a hint of uh truth behind it hmm. um also then i i guess you know so guys get that to us get your ultra chats in get your comments in who has the best women's division uh you know the best talent in the world do let us know
move on and let's move over to some ultra chats louis um now don't take this personally brother but steph chase the draw was back at it yesterday and i believe it's the most ultra chats the wrestling daily has had since moving over um i wouldn't just surprised i'm just calling it how it is uh, at the moment we do have two in the chamber and i'll get to them now uh matthew mccoskey he's always first on the draw hey eh, matt i like you he I loves like it your, i like your eager beaverness uh dream war games you put yourself in Vincent Mann, Triple H, and Tony Khan's shoes. Jesus Christ, there are some expensive shoes. It's a War Games Super Show. Men and Women's Raw and SmackDown versus NXT versus AEW picks super four superstars from each brand. Jesus Christ, Matthew. Um, that Hang on, is... so, it, so it's a four teams War Games. Yes, apparently. You need another ring, I think. It's like World War and WCW with, I don't know. I mean, we'll do it. He's super chatted. We'll yeah, I mean, it. you've you've paid your money. It's going to happen. So um, we can't we can't have the same people, men and women's. Wow. Does SmackDown um, have eight women? Oh, uh, yes, they definitely do. We can't. Do they? We can't do the same. We can't do different teams. Honestly, we can't. We're going to have to like, agree. Uh, well, we're going to we're going to have to agree on what the teams are. SmackDown doesn't have eight women. You're telling me that? Yeah. Okay. What makes you say that? Oh no, they do. They do. They do. Ignore me. No, no. Come on. Since no, you were so, since you, since you were Bailey, so, Bailey, Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Natalia, Tamina, Billy Kay, Sasha Banks, Carmella. Yeah. Chelsea Green. She's injured, but she's on the mat on the roster. She is on the roster. Ten. Okay. You stink. Anyway, um, <laughs> stop trying to throw shade. Why, why are you doing that on this show today? No, no, no. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't throwing shade. I yeah, wasn't throwing was. shade at all. No, no. It, it was more like I didn't think this super chat was physically possible. Right. But, but it is. I have been proved wrong. Okay. Well, so let's, are, are we let, going let, for we can't have the same ones? Or we I, can't? I, I, I don't think it would work if we don't. Let's just agree on what this dream scenario will be. Let's pitch. Um, okay. So I think for the Raw men's team, uh, Drew? Yep. Orton. AJ. AJ. Keith Lee. Seamus. Matt Edge. Riddle. Edge. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have Orton in there, to be honest. I would. I, I mean... Don't think I don't think he'd be awesome in that match. It depends. Sadistic Orton can be. Um, he could be. Yeah. Um... I mean, I, I as a, me the fan would prefer Keith Lee in the match. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I'm just thinking yeah, yeah. Like the, the biggest people you could I mean, get in there. Yeah, AJ Drew, Orton and Edge are a good four. Okay, uh, the SmackDown four: Rollins, Reigns. Yeah. I mean that they, they mm. are they're they're the givens. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. I mean, that's not a bad Kevin four. Owens. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> no, you, you can swear it's fine. Not too much. Ke Kevin instead of Ray. I would have Kevin instead of Ray. I feel dirty saying that almost though, because Ray is just phenomenal stuff. It's like, like it's like in my, when we were going through the Raw side, I was like, man, Ricochet, really. But yeah. I'm just thinking yeah. of the match, the match type. Um, all right, so that's our four then, right? KO, right. Brian, Rollins, Reigns. That's a really good four, by yeah. the way. Um, the AEW, uh, to me, it's Omega, Moxley, Cody, I would have as one of mine, and probably Hangman. Um, I wouldn't have Cody, but 
I will let you have Cody. He is. Listen, well, earlier this year and last year, he was the hottest baby face in the business. Oh, 100% agree. 100% agree. I'm talking a pure match. I'd rather someone like Ray Phoenix or Pentagon mm. or someone I, like that. Cody, Cody would bleed a thousand. Oh, Cody blood. would blade before he even got into the ring. <laughs> yeah, he really would. Uh, what about um, Sting? Yeah. Let's get Sting in there. I Bring want Sting. Back. I want Sting nowhere near a ring with 16 people with everything going on. I want Sting. it nowhere near there. Sting's funeral at War Games. Get it on. <laughs> Go on, uh, men. Adam Cole. Hang on, hang on. Are we are we actually done AEW because yeah, I would, we, I, I, the I would make an argument. Cody. I would make an argument um, for the Bucks. They would be amazing in that match. So you could do Kenny, the Bucks, and Moxley. It all depends. Which four would you prefer? The one with Cody and Hangman, or the one with the Bucks? I'd put the Bucks instead of Moxley and Cody. And you'd have, oh, yeah, so you're looking for Because the... I think the story would work. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Like those four, how, oh, the, how are they going to get a lot, a lot of people in the comments are saying Jericho. A lot of people are saying Pac. Yeah, there's a lot of great options. Pac would be amazing in there. We could legitimately like make four teams for AW. You could do it for most of the brands, but definitely for yeah. AW. I, th- yeah. I think, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to say... Pack and you... Pack, Pack and Moxley are definitely in because Moxley, I think, would be a maniac in there as well. Oh, you want Pack? I want Pack and I want Moxley. No, not Omega. We need Omega in. Okay, all right. Omega's the third, which but that means you have to leave out the Bucks, and I also think the Bucks would be amazing in there. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. I've got uh, to be honest. I I take Moxley out. No, he'd be a maniac in there. He would. And then you've got the whole Rollins and Reigns. Come on. You were talking about story okay, a minute ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Mo- Moxley's in. Moxley's in. Eddie Kingston. Yeah, he'd be a maniac as well. Um... John Silver. Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> oh, I... All right. <laughs> we're taking play, this seriously. Play, play, play properly, Lou. <laughs> um, I, 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 yeah, I, I think... Um, Omega Mox pack, and then because we've kind of beaten ourselves out of having the young bucks. I mean, I'm really wanting the young bucks, but say, let's say that we can't have them now. I think Cody. I think Cody is the final one. There sure, you go. Then we'll love Cody. Um, and then the NXT one, you started off Adam Cole. That's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, do should, should we just put on a piece of error? Yeah, I think that's probably a good pick because you could make yeah. a good four out of like I don't know. Adam Cole, Bala. Yeah. Champa, Gargano. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll go, we'll go in Disputed Era. Um, All right, for the women. Listen, I'm a big John Silver fan, Luis. I'm a big John Silver fan, but come on, man. Out of, out of the, you got to pick just four? Come on, man. Give me a, give me a second right. here. So, so for this, we have Team Raw, AJ Styles, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton and Edge. SmackDown team, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and Kevin Owens. AEW team, uh, Kenny Omega, John Moxie, Pac, and Cody. And then NXT team is uh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Broderick. Similarly to the quality of the actual shows at the moment, it's a two-horse race between SmackDown and AEW, isn't it? It's got to be. It's got to be. He roars up there, man. I mean, Raw the is a strong... power. It's, yeah, but I... 
come on, man. It's got to be SmackDown or AW for yeah. me there. Anyway, yeah. anyway, there we have it. Well, that was a great super chat. Oh, we're we're, gonna, we're not going to do the women. Jesus Christ. All right, we're going to make this quicker. Um, Asuka, first... Shayna Baszler. Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the cogs in your brain turn and say, can't say Nia Jax here. I saw it. I saw it in oh, your no, face. No, not, not, not even cogs in my brain. Nia Jax isn't going in. Um, <laughs> Becky Lynch when she's back. We'll have Becky oh, Lynch. Oh, I can't. Uh, I'll let you yes. Right. Go on then. Go uh, on Smackdown, then. Sasha Banks, Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, then it gets harder, right? Um, Natalia. Uh, yeah. Riot. I mean, I'd probably like to see Liv Morgan. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably prefer to see Liv or someone like that. But I will say, for like the purposes of name value and and attraction, that Natalia. I mean, attraction from a market standpoint. Wait, uh, we understood. Natalia. Um, so now's where it gets hard. Uh, name four members of the AW Women's Division. Well, it'd be Britt Baker, it'd be Nyla Rose, it would be, I mean, because you can't, we're going to, well, yeah, Sheeda, and we're, are we going to assume, Indeed. if we're going to assume everyone's healthy, then you, you'd have Rio, right? You yeah. Are, if, you're, if you're having Becky, then they can have Rio, surely. Yeah, and then Thunder Rosa, I'd have Thunder Rosa instead of Nyla Rose. I don't, I don't think you can have Thunder Rosa. She's not technically okay. AW. You can't have Fair her. enough. Um, so I'd have Serena Deeb instead of Nyla Rose. Or do you I mean, I mean, Nala Rose has been a. Mm, it's tough. I just think Serena Deeb is very good. Like she's a good vet. Yeah, she is. But mm, I don't know. I, I mean, I'll I, if you all right. If you want to take Serena Deeb, I'm not going to fight you on it. Oh no, uh, we'll, we'll keep Nala Rose in uh, NXT. <laughs> now this is where Jesus Christ. Um, Io Shirai is a given. Uh, Rhea Ripley should be a given. Candice. <sighs> Candice LeRae, I guess, is a given. And then it's like, you got Dakota Kai. Tony Casey, Storm, Ember Moon. Tony Storm, yeah. Casey Catanzaro would do some insane things in a oh. War Games. Um, My God. Shotzi. Shotzi. I think we've got to go Tony or Ember, personally. Probably Tony. Yep. So the options. So, so for we got Raw, Asuka, Shayna Baszler, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, uh, Sa- uh, SmackDown, Sasha, Bailey, Bianca, Natalia, uh, Raw, Britt Baker, uh, Hikaru Shida, uh, Rio, and Nyla Rose, and then NXT, uh, Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, and Tony Storm. Uh, Raw. There we go. Bish bash bosh. What, what's Raw? It's Becky, Charlotte. Asuka, Asuka. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a wrap, isn't it? I mean, yeah. um, I love that super chat. I love that. That's super the chat. AEW, compared to those other three teams, by the way, is a, a mile off. Which Tegan Knox. Yeah, she's amazing, but she's like half dead right now. You know, her knee. Uh, she isn't actually half dead. No, please don't quote me verbatim on that. Um, no, she is obviously struggling with another ACL injury. She is amazing, but I still don't know if I would have taken any of the other four out to put her in. Um mm. You know, hopefully she gets a real run. Man, I really hope she gets a real run. Really bad. Um, we got another super chat coming in from Nasagor. Uh, top five best women wrestlers active right now. That's the key component to this, Lou. Um, so Eoshira, number one. No, Sasha Banks number one. Sasha Banks number one. Eoshira number two. Yeah. Um uh, Diana Prazo, number three. 
Yeah, I mean, she's in my five. I just don't know if she's three. Oh no, I'm, I'm okay. Fair enough. I'd have. I'd, I'd. I think Bailey has a case to still be in there. Bailey four, and then Thunder Rosa maybe. Thunder Rosa five. Yeah, I'd have Thunder Rosa or Britt Baker. I quite like Britt. Jordan, Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace is a good shout. Very good yeah. shout. Loved, loved yeah, her. Testament her, to Impact. Her and Jazz is great. Yeah, yeah it's it's to Impact. It is. It is. Um, yeah. God. Kaylee Ray. Yeah, I mean, she's extremely good. If, if, if any, yeah, Kaylee Ray is. What are you talking about? She's NXT UK Women's Champion. I thought you said Kylie Ray. Excuse me. <laughs> no, Kaylee Ray. Very much. Kaylee Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been killing it. Um, yeah, no, she has. She has. I thought. I thought you said uh, Kylie Ray. Yeah, I think. Uh, blah, 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 let's say Bailey, Sasha, EO. This is not an order. Um, and Thunder, and Diana. Yeah, that's our yeah. five. Uh, Dan's brought up Asuka. I mean, in terms of talent, yes. But, I mean, she isn't, unfortunately, being booked to that level where I'd put her on that. I think it's important to consider how they're being booked as well. Yeah, I think... Yeah, she's not red hot. As much as I love her and think she's an amazingly talented performer, I'm a yeah. huge fan of Asuka, but, unfortunately, her reign isn't mm. red hot at the moment. She's playing third wheel to the nia jack Shayna baser and Asuka and, and alana feud currently which is unfortunate but it is it is what it is in terms of talent she's right up there carol wands is next with a super chat hey alex and louis two of my favorite people in the world oh carol come get yourself a christmas hug she's trying to make it up for her hot come, take the other day come get i don't care i've forgiven already just for that <laughs> no hot takes today but i just wanted to pop in and send my happiness your way oh man watching with the sound off as i'm working you little devil you um can i get a thumbs up for my effort in being here love you both louis bam there it is there you go how can i make these thumbs up more imposing uh thank you we appreciate you and your yeah, time thank you very much uh the songa the sea song i don't know how to pronounce this but i just did in a butchered way wwe Oria, a wrestlemania moment charlotte needs to return in january reclaim the raw women's championship Rhea wins the royal rumble beat charlotte at mania uh, for her official roster call up always the plan listen you look like you've been listening to me and louis talk before because we have made this exact pitch and we mm. are all for it thank you very much we um we are on the same page, aren't we, Louis, with this character? We are. Yeah, and listen, you can believe if they ever do a documentary on Rhea Ripley and this happens, this would have always been the plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Triple H will be right there going, yeah, you know, they just had to wait. I worked you. I worked you guys on that media call. <laughs> I had them all on strings. Uh, that's not Triple H's voice. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway. It wasn't uh, bad. It wasn't bad, that impression. Yeah. Could have been worse. Could have been. Could have been. Uh, speaking of impressions, where's the hot Scott? Where is it? I know. I know. I'm a bit worried about him. I know. He's, he's left us high and dry with the old impressions. Um, but anyway, thank you, guys. If you want to get your Ultra Chats in that we enjoy so dearly, please do. We're in the final 12 minutes of the show now. So please make sure you take your chance and hit us with an Ultra Chat. Um, I want to touch on a bit of news, Louis, before we move any further. I see Dave Meltzer has been reporting that there are no plans at the moment to bring in Tessa Blanchard. Um, yeah. they, he's saying that that's not on the horizon. I would like to add to that that, as far as I know, that is definitely correct. Um, I, the, I've always heard that, and I spoke to someone who's fairly close to her, and they say that they always believe she'll end up in WWE. I don't know, you know, that's not speaking from WWE's perspective, of course. You'd have to get someone else for that. There's obviously a lot of mud 
on the name of Tessa Blanchard. Obviously, there's no dis, you know discounting or denying the incredible talent she has. But I do know that Tony Khan is not a fan of the way she's conducted herself and the people that she has hurt along the way in the wrestling business, in spite of the fact that he employs her father. Um, that doesn't seem to have you know weakened his position any 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 way that i know uh, louis as far as i know this is actually bang on the money from uncle dave i don't know if you have anything to add yeah i mean i heard wwe was interested quite a while ago and um, probably when she was released i'm pretty surprised that she hasn't joined wwe to be honest um but i do think she'll probably end up in like triple a in mexico i know daga is from mexico her fiance now or husband i, I know they're either engaged husband husband yeah, I know they either got engaged this year or married this year. So uh, congratulations to them. Um, very late. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that it's definitely uh, interesting to hear that AEW has decided against signing her. She would obviously be a fantastic addition to that women's division. Probably the biggest female free agent on the market. Uh, she would probably walk into that division and be the top player. Uh, I mean, she was not, Impact not, Champion. Not, not probably. Easily. Yeah, she would. Uh, I understand that obviously there were accusations thrown at her earlier this year, which wouldn't have helped. And also her departure from Impact was thrown uh, muddied in the mud. So if you have to think if Impact and AEW are working together now, that has probably made the chances of uh, Tessa joining AEW even less likely. I uh, say, so yeah, I, I'd say on. green BS on to this one because yeah. I 100% think it's true. There you go, Uncle Dave. Nice green BS on for you. And um, for what it's worth, fair play to Tony Khan. Uh, sticking to his guns if that is the case um because he seems to take that sort of thing very seriously and fair enough fair enough um we do have a couple of ultra chats making their way in late in the day um let's see matty the hot scott asking you shall receive apparently uh hey alex hey louis hope you had a very uh, good week very serious question what is your go-to supermarket? <laughs> your go-to supermarket, Tesco, Morrison's, Asda, etc. On another note, do you think Pat McAfee or Undisputed Era will win? Do you want impression next week or the last week before Christmas? Whenever you want, mate. Whenever you want. Yeah, let me just say, Matty's really made the use of his character spacing oh, in yeah. <laughs> in his super chat there. Um, let me say about my supermarket. I go to like like four different supermarkets because there's all different things that I like from all different ones. So I go to Aldi um, for, for nappies and things like that. They're good. They're good. And they do quite good meat as well. Um, and I go... You still wear nappies? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's, you know, when you're sitting there watching wrestling, chugging Fanta after Fanta... <laughs> Pepper Pig. Accidents happen, sure. Um, I go to Tesco generally because it's very close to where I live. And I like the ham and stuff they do in Asda, and in Sainsbury's, they do six packs of Volvic, and I love my Volvic water, if anyone hasn't noticed while watching this show, and um, you, I can't get them anywhere else in, in the town that I live. That's the only place we can get a multi-pack of the big bottles. So literally, when I do a shopping day, it's a day. Um, Louis, you don't do the shopping, so you're absolved from this question. No, when, I was, <laughs> when I was in Birmingham last year for university, uh, I was a... Uh, I, I was a Sainsbury's man because that was at the bottom of my road. Uh, and I also, there was a uh, great, mini great, Tesco's. Great, great donuts in Sainsbury's. Mm, I'm not really a donut lover. But um, there was also a Tesco's uh, nearby, so I would go to Tesco's. But at home, yeah, I, I, I don't do the shopping. Mm, um, <laughs> uh, on a serious note, do I think Pat McAfee or Undisputed Era will win? I think Pat McAfee wins. And Triple H has suggested that the Kings of NXT... 
have got some life, some legs, I think they win. And that won't hurt Undisputed Era. That won't hurt Undisputed Era at all. I think there um, could be some tension maybe between Undisputed Era, like disagreements or something of that nature, and um, which leads to a Kings of NXT win, which could be an interesting story. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And uh, the final question, obviously, you had is, do I want the impression next week or before Christmas? Louis, you answered it right there, man. Before Christmas, right? I said whenever you want, but before Christmas works. It does work. It does. Uh, CM Chris. Uh, you know what? For a second, CM Chris, I was worried. And then you come through. Mm. You come through in the clutch like you always do. Evening, Alex and Louis. If you won the lottery and would have to buy anything, wrestling company or merch, what would it be and why? Wow. Um, buy AW, sell it to WWE for more. Done. Maybe. I would like to. I'd love to run a wrestling. Pro I'd love to be like. I would not. If, mo if money, anything worse. If, if money was no object, I'd love to do what the Tony Tony Khan's doing and just basically fancy booking his life away. Like it's, it's amazing, it's right? So but, must be so, such hard work though. Like, yeah, but he lo it looks like he, it looks like he's super enjoying it. Um, <laughs> he looks like he's having a lot of fun. I I, I, I don't know. It's really it's really hard to say. Like, who would you buy and take over? But um, I would love to have a company. I'd, I I. I probably wouldn't buy one in the UK because it's such a like squeezed market now. Um, but yeah, there's there's definitely potential in the States for a ton of them. Um, but I think now that AEW and WWE are kind of where they are, uphill climb to do anything else. Uh, Matthew McCoskey back again next week. Fantasy booking is even more insane than today's. Wow. Be ready. If the plan is to have Bianca face Sasha at Mania, I hope Sasha retains. Sasha... Sasha has a zero and six record and needs to get a win at Mania. Agree or disagree? I actually didn't know Sasha had that record. Did you, Lou? I mean, now that you said it, I can see it in my head and I'm a bit like, yeah, probably. Lost the tag titles, lost the triple threat with Charlotte and. Um, I don't Becky. think that's accurate. Her first was 31. 31. She lost the triple threat. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. It yeah. is right. Yeah. Um, I hope she wins. Mm, unless it's Bianca. But we just said it is going to be Bianca. Oh, is is this definitely? No, oh, that's what the chat said. That's what the, the, the chat Sasha said. retains. I don't. I hope Bianca wins. If if it is Bianca, because I think they'll do they'll, they'll do a Shayna Baszler situation. We saw how much that hurt Shayna Baszler last year when she didn't beat Becky. Mm, um, mm, it depends what you do with them after. You know what I mean? Like you, you can you can get stronger from that and move on. But I don't. You know the the Shayna thing. Sure. Like, you know, it, not, knowing what we know now, it's pretty ludicrous that she didn't win. Like, you know, ridiculous. It, and Becky lo lobbied hard to let Shayna win as well. It's worth remembering. Right. So I think you know, Sasha's got a ton of crap records like that. Like the whole one, she couldn't defend a title as well. Like WWE have really not helped. But that her. was a brilliant, that could have been a brilliant story. Like, there's no, like, it happens in football all the time. Like, retaining a title isn't easy. Like, I think there could have been a great story in that if they played it up. Like, every time she won a title, she lost it on her first defense. And then her first retention is almost bigger than her winning a title, if that makes sense, which would have given it a nice spin. And I hope that's what they were going to do with the Bailey thing. I kind of hoped Sasha uh, Bailey beat her after Hell in a Cell. This would be cool, as Lewis Polito says. Let that be the anti-streak. Like, let get to WrestleMania 37 and let Bailey challenge Sasha again. I'd rather Bailey over Bianca at this point. I think Bianca still needs some seasoning and time to to grow. Um, and I think let Bailey come in that being like you cannot get it done at WrestleMania. Um, and you know, yeah. Let... And I think that could be like I, I as I, as I was saying, I I was hoping 
Sasha, but like Bailey was going to uh, beat Sasha Banks and then play up that story that like, oh, she can't retain it. Like no matter how hard she tries, she can't retain it. And then the eventual win and then retention. And I would have had like her win before Mania and then the retention be at Mania, which is almost like the crowning moment because retentions never get the same pops that like title wins do. But I think if you keep playing that up and then Sasha Banks is like big moment is her retaining the title at WrestleMania, getting her first retention and her first win. That could have been awesome, especially with Bailey basically playing up. Like you can't retain the title unless I'm in the picture. Like we retain the tag titles because I was there to save you. But like when you're on your own, you can't do it. And I think that could have been such an interesting story, which unfortunately they didn't tap into. But mm. I mean, I, I think we're still, I don't think the Bailey and Sasha story is done. Nope, I don't either. And I do think, you know, I do think Bianca Belair, obviously an amazing talent and her and Banks is so exciting at some point. I think it's probably a mania from now. Mania 38 is probably, probably the best spot for it, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, before we uh, before we get onto the final subject, should we just cover the new other news in the title, which is about the scrapped major plans for Chelsea Green? Yeah, I mean, you haven't even actually said either about the reports on the working relationship of Impact and AEW, the conflicting reports. Yeah, so we we will touch on these briefly. So uh, Sean Mossat reported that the plan was for uh, Chelsea Green and. Um, uh, Mickey James to have a sort of mirroring of the Mickey James and Trish story, like a stalker storyline. Uh, the plans were dropped. Uh, they even filmed a segment, so it looked like it was going to uh, be about to go, and it was supposed to air on Raw, and it was dropped like hours before. Uh, no word why. Um, I think it could have been a great storyline, really entertaining. Chelsea would have played that role so well. She is incredibly charismatic, incredibly. Like, her facial expressions are great. She would have been great in that role. Would have been a great use of Mickey James. I think it could have been really interesting. Uh, again, massive speculation on my part. Probably this is supposed to air around the summer. Probably a good idea not to do it when one of your top women stars has dealt with a stalking issue. Just don't think it sets the right precedent of like, oh, stalking people can be acceptable because it can't. Obviously, one is TV and one's not. But I think given the time, and I don't know the timeline, and again, this is speculation, it might have had an impact. Might have not. Who knows? But uh, yeah, it's, it would it would have been a very interesting story that I definitely would have enjoyed seeing. And I think it would have been a great use of both women. What about the reports? Yeah. So the reports about uh, NXT, uh, AW and Impact, unfortunately, this, this is uh, a bit of a, not a dampener, but it's not what I think people are hoping for. Apparently, Kenny Omega's appearance on Impact is going to be a one-off this week. Who, uh, there hang on. A, hang on. We've been uh, over there. Dave, Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer. Thank you. Um, so the plan is for it to be a one-off. Uh, Gallows and Anderson are reportedly going to work with him at AEW, though, which is definitely interesting. And uh, probably the biggest dream match they could do, uh, them versus Young Bucks, obviously. Uh, I saw a really interesting story, uh, which I'll get onto in a second. But um, yeah, the the idea is apparently it's not going to be like a massive, like sort of talent just going all over the shop. Uh, apparently that's not what the plan is going to be, uh, which I think has a lot of people a bit disappointed because, uh, but I mean, that that's what they've sort of uh, fantasy booked for themselves. Uh, but yeah, I saw a thing where potentially... So this uh, Kenny Omega appearance is apparently going to set up Gallows and Anderson appearing on Impact. So an interesting idea, could they have attacked John Moxley backstage? Set up appearing on AW. I mean, I, th I assume yeah. you mean. Right. Um, yeah, yeah so, could have been. Could have been. I yeah, so. that, that, I, that could I, be I, really I, good. I hope it's all tied in. Uh, yeah. yeah. It must, it then, must be. 
It must be, which, which would be fantastic. Mm. And again, wasn't we were all thinking Lance Archer, Hangman Page, Kenta, uh, Kenta, and we get this. It's another idea of getting something that you weren't expecting that's equally good, which yeah. is just great. So yeah, no. two two uh, two reports that I definitely give green to because I can see them both happening. Right. Well, you've heard it here. Is that Uncle Dave for the second time getting a green? Wow. Yeah. Uncle Dave coming oh, back. Yes, and Don Callis has one month left on his impact deal, according to Dave Meltzer, and apparently is likely to come into AW full time and be Kenny Omega's full time manager, which is tremendous. I mean, having Don Callis as a mind backstage is probably the most sort of biggest part for it that I think he is on screen stuff will be great. But having him as, a, as, as another creative mind backstage, another mind for the business side of things will be fantastic. So yeah, another great coup for AW. It's possibly the biggest get I think they could get from him, but having that great backstage mind along with some of the women's division stuff. So yeah, great stuff. Yeah. I still think the women would be the biggest yeah, get for them. Yeah, but the women. Don, Don Callis was absolutely for sure, like in multiple facets can bring a lot to the table for impact. Let's get to the last ultra chats before we wind down here and give you our brief now predictions of war games, war games, war um, games. It is Matty. The hot Scott says, you don't think undisputed era split up on Sunday. Do you? I had that Good. thought the other day. I mean, they could, I don't think they do. I've said this before and having spoke, I spoke to the four of them at the Royal Rumble earlier this year. And um, I just don't, I think obviously they love what they do in NXT, but there would be money left on the table if they were not to go to the main roster. That is just, I don't think that you would lose or leave something like that. I know you could do like an eventual reunion on the main roster, but I still think that the four of them collectively are stronger together. And I think WWE would be smart to take them up to the main roster and utilize them like that before anything else. Yeah, I could see it happening, but I don't think it should. I agree with you. It should be a thing that they go up as a group. Um, but this was going to be my question to Triple H on the call. was going to be like, listen, NXT previously. <laughs> you were going to say, Paul, listen. Is that what Paul, listen, listen. NXT was great and now it's crap. But no, it was going to be, listen, uh, NXT w- was so good because it had that like revolving door. People were in for a, for a year had the sort of ascent to the title left. How do you keep NXT fresh at the moment where you've got guys like Gargano, Champa, Undisputed Era that have been around for three, four years at this point? It's, it's, it must be difficult. And I think this could be a way to keep them fresh. I definitely wouldn't have the debut without fans, mm-hmm. which is obviously hard right now to plan for. Um, but like, I think that there's got to be money in Drew being laid out by the whole of Undisputed Era on a main roster show. Like, main event, Drew retains, attacked by Undisputed Era, is a mirroring of the Brooklyn 2017. The symmetry. I was there for that. Amazing. Mm. Amazing. I think that, that'd be so cool. And then have Adam Cole beat Drew for the title. Listen, this will not happen because Adam Cole is... Uh, <laughs> he's not six foot, as NXT likes to tell you. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't think it will happen, but I think that could be really cool. But um, I do think that they could split up this week uh, at war games i think it but rather than split up i think there will be teases and potential sort of dissension but i don't think a full-blown split i don't either uh bo here who is coming with the final ultra chat egged benedict himself says what do you think could uh sorry who do you think could benefit the most from a move to a different promotion ricochet back to new japan alistair black to aew others that's a very very good question louis have you got one out of the blocks both of those two would probably very be the first that came to mind. Yeah, I think um, Chad, Chad Gable in like Japan would be amazing. 
Yeah, oh, Cesaro in Japan. Mm. Yeah, I think there's a lot of Cesaro in gym. Cesaro anywhere, man. In AEW, he'd kill it as well. He'd be like the but world you champion. Miro. Like, I would have said that about Miro. I would have Miro, said like, Miro's. Uh, you got to remember, Tony Khan books out AEW for a long period of time. What are you going to do? Just put Miro straight into this. You know, then you don't get what we're getting now with Omega and Moxley, the Hangman Page developing storyline. You can't just plug someone oh, no, no, in. No, no, no. I, like, I agree. I hundred percent agree. And, and while I'm, I'm not saying, saying I'm not saying the game of ish, ish gimmick is great. But at the same time, I do feel like his booking in the Battle Royal this week was the best he's had yet. And I do actually trust that Tony Khan is going to use him prominently down the road. They just, there's a lot already in, in motion and, and fitting them in around that is hard. No, I do agree with that. I, th- I do agree with that. And obviously uh, it's hard. He's obviously wants to do this game of gimmick, which more, more the power to him. Um, not what I would have done. But I mean, it was just the example of like being said, oh, he could like win a world title in AW, which is what I would have said for Miro, but unfortunately isn't getting to show that like he doesn't feel extra special. Like he has the potential to, unfortunately. But I think, as you say, time will show what he can do. I think, as you said, the fact that Tony Khan had booked so far in advance can have its downfalls in circumstances like this, where it does feel hard to slot people in to, to certain areas. You know, I would love to see someone like Seth Rollins in Japan. It will never happen because he's like WWE till he dies. But I would love to see that just to shut so many people up that are like, he's not that good. Like he, he is seriously that good in my opinion. He's one of the best workers in the world. Um, I don't get the hate. If people can't seem to always distinguish their dislike for Seth Rollins, the person to the worker that aggravates me. You can't just be yeah. like, Oh, I don't like him. So he's not that great. He, he is great. I don't, you know what, what he said that time of being one of the best in the world or no one can do what he does at the level he does. I think if you actually take a second to look at what he meant, the WWE schedule, no one actually can matches that in the world. WWE have the busiest, or well, they did before all of this wrestling schedule in the world. That's what he meant. Night in, night out. Um, do I think and he's the best wrestler in the world? No, no I don't think he's the best, but he's definitely in the top tier. 100%. And I think that if he was in AEW, he would be having six star matches. Jesus Christ, him and Omega would, oh my word, it's, it would be... Him and Omega would tear the house down. Like, he is top 10 wrestler in the world. I just think when people, like, work a WWE style, it doesn't translate well. Like, I think if he worked an AEW style or was allowed to have, like, a AEW style of match in WWE, he would be brilliant. If he was in NXT when it was that takeover era, brilliant. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Now, let's get those predictions in for more games uh, going down this Sunday. Let's start off with the actual war games matches. Um, the women, Louis. <laughs> Candice's team. Yeah. I think this could go either way. Really I, could go either I, way. I actually think Shotzi's team, which is interesting. Actually, I do think Shotzi's team because I think the the heels are winning in the main event. So, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, okay. Well, that leads us on nicely to the next one then. You think the kings of NXT, and I think this two, are going to beat the Undisputed Era? Yep, agreed. Ooh. I wonder if there'll be shenanigans afoot in that one, like the 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 mystery guy who we all think is Pat McAfee, who came down to the ring the of the week. I wonder if they'll play a part. Leon Ruff defending his North American Championship against Gargano and Damian Priest. I actually smell 
a, a, a lucky underdog plucky retention for Leon Ruff? Um, can I just say very, very quickly, uh, Matty has said, will there be a show on Monday? And I know my mother Jenna, who's fantastic, has said there will be one on Monday. There won't be one on Monday, unfortunately. You will um, come. You will come to Talksport. You will come to you my. You will come show to Alex's show on Talksport on the radio. Yeah, unfortunately, it's my week off uh, next week. I'll be doing the show on when uh, Tuesday, not the one on Friday, and things just couldn't work out with the show. And obviously, unfortunately, as we've said before, like and it, like it, it just the AW one didn't do tremendously well. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. But unfortunately, there won't be one. But if you want to catch what Alex has got to say, uh, it, it's uh, Talksport two on you seven till nine next week. Seven till nine, TalkSport 2. Uh, I obviously always plug the links for whether it's on your phone or DAB, whatever. So you can always yeah. catch that. But um, yeah. yeah, and uh, you should. Uh, on the, yeah, I just thought I'd bring that up as it was there. But on top of it, uh, uh, for this match, I would go for... Could see Gargano winning with the help of this mystery ghost face. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could also see Liam Ruff winning. I can't see Damian Priest winning. I think Johnny Gargano wins. Just on, yeah, ooh, I'm going Leon Ruff. Um, Just on the note of my show on Monday, by the way, I've got an interview with Rampage Brown, new NXT UK guy, and also a lot of Triple H stuff coming out of uh, NXT. Great guy, by the way. Great guy. Very great guy. Uh, Pre and post show Triple H, that'll be. Uh, That leaves us with, oh my God, Dexter Loomis (laughs) and Cameron Grimes. We, 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 we've got one more as well. No, we have. I'm just working oh, my way okay. down there. In the um, strap match. Um, couldn't care. I, I assume Loomis. I, I just, I mean, I, I honestly don't care, but I'm assuming Loomis. Yeah. I think they, they I think they think more of Loomis than, than Grimes. And I think this whole angle is to get over um, Loomis. And if Loomis was to lose, that means this would carry on. And I have no interest in that. Um, Wish, wishful thinking. <laughs> Timothy Thatcher and Champa in what should be, by the way, a, a low-key banger. Low-key? I'm probably more excited for this than anything. I say low-key because the, the titular matches yeah, yeah, yeah. take yeah, precedence. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, war games, the war games matches will always get up there. <laughs> uh, I beg your pardon. Dan, stop it. Can, can, I, get you, can, I, can I get your, uh, your, your war games again right there? <laughs> War games. <laughs> you like punch it into the microphone. Um, no, yeah, anyway, it's going to be great. Champa, uh, Thatcher. I, I, I think Thatcher could do with a big win, but I don't think he's going to get it. Yes, agreed. But I think he will. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> agreed. I don't... No, as, as, as in, as in, as in. <laughs> we've gone an hour and 10 minutes i'm tired but i meant agreed as in um he he needs a big win but i do think he'll get it all right okay but i also think champa could do with a win Mm, who knows i think thatcher um might the only way he'll get the win is if they you saw on nxt this week that like the the student that he had kind of helped him and i wonder if that might be the start of like a stable kind of thing like a shooter's mm. catchers can stable um that could be a way i could see it going down but otherwise i think champa actually probably needs a win again to reassert himself um in the picture but anyway i digress listen uh louis and uptown avondale was bang on the money here you need a bit of gravel 
in your war games. Uh, can, you, can you give us a, can you give us a final big boy war games? Hey, <coughs> oh. I'm coughing. You got asthma. I do actually have asthma. Uh, I, I can tell. War games. Surely it's more like the way like Regal punched it. He's like, War Games! It's more like that. Come on. So I'm, I'm going to stand away from the microphone. War Games! <laughs> I've turned over now. It's still right. I mean, maybe the gravel comes of age. I don't know, Lou. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't think my voice has dropped yet. Maybe it's that. Maybe. Check those balls, brother. Uh, anyway, thank you very much to everyone who has tuned in tonight. This is, as was mentioned earlier, the longest wrestling daily ever for some obscure reason. But we thank you for joining us along for the ride. You can catch us again next Tuesday at 8 p.m. right here on Wrestle 2, which you should have subscribed and got your notifications on for at this point. And, of course, you can catch up on a podcast should you need to. We thank you very much again for all the Ultra Chats you sent in. Honestly, it makes the show... I can't thank you enough for doing that. And we really appreciate all your support and donations. Uh, please do enjoy TakeOver. Revel in the return of Sting and a great week of wrestling on television. Enjoy SmackDown tonight. But most importantly, enjoy us next week. Take it easy. Have a good weekend. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.